Greetings again and welcome to Safer Serration Ministries and to Canon Theological College. It's indeed a wonderful pleasure to be here. I give God thanks for his goodness, his mercies, for the way he has kept me despite all the situations I've been going through over the past weeks. I do solicit your prayers. I really do mean that I need your prayers. But to everything we give God thanks for, we do not always know what God's plans are for our lives. We just have to allow ourselves to be led by him through the precious Holy Spirit. Today, we're going to talk about God's plan leads to success. And I believe you can listen. When it comes to the plan of God, we can trust him. For with God, all things are possible. And whatever he does, it's always well done. It is always to our benefit. Sometimes God doesn't speak or does the things we want him to do immediately. But believe me, God has our, as someone um, spoke, I think it was last year, God has our backs. You know, no matter what we go through, sicknesses, trials, tests, he still has our backs. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We ask for your blessings, your guidance. I personally ask for your strength. And for those, Lord God, who are listening to the program, I humbly ask that you touch them also. Whatever they're going through, it doesn't matter what the nature of the situation. If it causes concern, then we need your intervention. I pray right now that you'll cover, you'll lead, you guide. I pray the blood. Father, just let the blood cover us again. We bind demonic force and every plan and work of the enemy we bring to naught in Jesus' name. Today we are talking about God's plan leads to success. I want us to look again at, I spoke on it some time ago, not too long ago, um, about success and, um, and prosperity. But let's look at it again, which says here, verse 8. This book of the law, Joshua 1 and verse 8, I would suggest you read it all, um, chapter 1 to verse 9. But let's read verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. As I said earlier, we do not always see all the blueprints. In fact, sometimes we don't even see the blueprint of God's plan for our lives. We just follow by faith. And if we go back to um, in Luke chapter 9 and verse 23, where Jesus said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And it means then we have to follow by faith. And this taking up the cross is daily. We do not know what the cross entails for each day. We just have to follow. We must also recognize that Satan's aim for our lives, for our future, anything pertaining to us, his plan is for, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John chapter 10 and verse 10. But in that very same verse, after Jesus made this statement and revealed Satan, his nature, and what, he's up, what we are up against, he said, I have come 
with abundant life. And that they may have abundantly. Let's read it for you because, you know, sometimes we, 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 um, quote, we say, I love to make sure that I am quoting it right. He said, he has come to give life. And at times, you know, we fail to recognize what God has in store for us. Many times we want it right now. Right now. And when we are hasty and we're not willing to wait, Satan will certainly steal from us. He'll kill situation and he'll destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus is the best you could ever have in your life. Serving the Lord Jesus Christ will be the best decision you have made in your life. To serve the devil is only for here and believe me, eternal hell. It is true. Satan, when he comes to steal, to kill and to destroy, he, he, he opposes everything that pertains to us. He leads his forces are coming from the pit of darkness. And they appear as the wicked. They come in different forms as wicked, wicked, evil things that they do to you. They are enemies and they come as foes. David spoke about them in Psalm 27. Let's look at that. Psalm 27, where David said, um, and you know, when you think of David, my goodness, David was one of those persons that we could follow David's life. And not only his, there are people right now we can follow their lives. I wonder what some Christians would have done if they were in certain people's um, situation, even on this particular day. David said, Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? He said, when the wicked, listen, this is how Satan comes. When the wicked, people do wicked things to you. Even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. When you put your trust in God, when you depend on God, Satan cannot steal what's yours. He can't kill it. He can't destroy it. In fact, he can't touch it. You know why? Because God has given us power over him to trample him. Luke 10 and verse 19. Satan comes as a roaring lion. This is why people run. You know, they fear. They hear this roar. So they believe that it's a real lion. It's not a lion. He's like a roaring lion. And until you know his schemes, the way he behaves, the way he acts, because he can't hide, he's just, listen, he has not changed his plans, his, his, his schemes, and the way he does things from the time in Egypt. When we are willing, the difference is that when we are willing to follow God's um, will and accept his plan, you may say, but I don't know what God's plan is for my life. Get to know God. Get through the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Get to know. When you give your heart to the Lord, you no longer trust in your own wisdom. You don't trust in what you see around you. You learn to trust in God. Someone said, I'm so glad. I learned to trust him. Blessed Jesus, Savior, friend. And I know 
that is with me and will be with me to the end. You see, even if you do not know God's plan as yet, David said in this same Psalm 27 and verse 14, he says, let's look at verse 13. He said, I had fainted. In other words, I almost gave up unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, unless I had had faith to trust in God. Psalm 27, verse 13. We will faint. We will give up. We become weak. We become weary. We begin to become doubtful. We become unglued, so to speak. You know? But remember, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you have to believe that even though you do not see it yet, because you've prayed and because you trust in God, God is going to unveil his plan to you. Sometimes you don't even know it's God's plan until you're in the middle of the situation, whether it is trials, tests, or success. It's until you're, sometimes when you're finished, that, that was God. I couldn't have done it without God. I wouldn't have reached where I am without God because I was headed this way. But for some unknown reason, I found myself in the other way. And today, if I'd gone the other the way I wanted to, the way I chose, I would not have reached where I am today. Trust God. Trust his plan. Trust God's plan for your life. God can see from the beginning to the ending. Nothing is hidden from his eyes. Young people, you're listening. Put your faith and trust in God and learn to wait. The same David. Psalm 27, 14, he says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Then he repeated it. He said, wait, I say on the Lord. One of what is wrong with us at times is that we become so impatient. We're living in this microwave age. And not only that, you've heard of AI. You need to just start writing. It is giving you words what to write. So, waiting on God is going to become a chore. It's going to be hard. But this is where your faith is tested. This is where your faith is tested. While we wait, we must focus steadfastly upon the Lord. Our faith, we've been talking about faith. This is what it's all about. Our faith must remain firm, strong, and secure, despite how dubious. <laughs> Things may look, you know, it could look that way. I don't know how I'm going to make it. When I see, I count up what I have. When I check with this and check with that, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many applicants. I don't know. But if God pointed you in that direction, keep on going. Don't mind the odds. Odds are, listen, the Bible says, hills run away from the presence of God. How about when God sends you in a direction? Follow the direction, he says. Another thing we must learn in Psalm 37. I want to read this for you. Psalm 37. And it, it is ver and verse. Let's, let's read it here for you. Psalm 37. I, I think it's verse 7. He said here, rest in the Lord. When you don't know which way to go or what else to do, he said here, rest in the Lord. In other words, have faith in God. Trust in God. And what? Wait patiently 
for God to unveil his plans to you. He said, don't fret. Don't mind those who have got to the goal and they're, and they're coming back again and going back and they have this and they have that. Don't do that. Don't begrudge anyone. Don't become impatient. He says, rest in the Lord. In other words, depend on the Lord. Rely on God. Wait for him, young people. Wait for that person God has for you. Don't give your body just like that to any person who comes. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. You don't know how that person got what he or she has. You don't, know how those, you don't know how those two met. You don't even know what life they're living. He said, don't fret. Then he said, because don't be worried about the man who prospers in his way because, or because of the man who bring in, brings wicked devices to pass. Verse 8, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Today, what's on your mind? What are you worried about? What are you having sleepless nights about? Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my future holds. I don't know what, I'm, what I should choose. Maybe you're still in high school or you're in college and you're saying, I don't even know if I chose the right major. Or you're just about to enter college this, maybe this, this autumn and you're, or summer whenever time you go and you're saying, I don't know what my major should be. Go to God. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, 6 says, trust in the Lord. What? With all your heart, all your plans. Put all your plans before God. Lay them out like a deck of cards. Play the say, Lord, here are my plans. Give them to him. He will sift them. He knows the best plans. He knows what is your future holds. Maybe the plans you have, not one of them is suitable for you. From God's perspective, if God throws them out, say, thank you, God. You know why. What may seem like disappointment, take that DIS off it. And so long as God is in it, acknowledge it as an appointment, as God's will for your life. He said here, rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. When you allow God to, um, to control your life, you... You will be at peace. You do not become anxious. You do not become anxious, worried, and stressed out. Not when you place your confidence in God. Not when you place everything into the hands of God. Not when you, you've given all your heart to him. He said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Everything, all your plans. Do not lean onto your own understanding. He said, in all your ways, everything you're doing, all your plans, let God know about it. He says, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. You see, I said earlier, we do not know the beginning or the ending of our lives. God knows everything about us. And though we may plan, we are not even sure if our plans will come to pass. Keep our, you must keep your heart fixed upon the Lord, trusting in him, resting on his promises. Because God's 
plan for your life is secure. Young young and person listening, young man, young woman, God's plan is secure. No matter who is going running ahead, this person has this, this person has that, your time will come if that's what God wants for you. I remember when I left home after high school, age 17. I know what I, I wanted to do, and I started it. Yes, I did. Did my course, got my certificate. But do you know what? After a few years, I, I, let me say here. You may head one way, but God already has your life mapped out for you. You don't even know how I end up where I am right now. To be honest with you, I really don't. All I can say is that God just keeps steering me in directions I never thought I would have been in. And here I am to be a minister of the gospel. When I set out so many years ago, I never, ever thought I would have ended up like, yes, Christian, but I never thought I would be in this position. So I'm saying to you today, let God plan your life. You may plan to be a scientist. And one day you find yourself in this, in this operating theater or doctor's surgery. You're a doctor. But that wasn't what your plans were. You may want to, want it to be an engineer. But you find yourself teaching. Let God direct your path. Let him guide you. See, God cannot fail. You will fail multiple times throughout your lifetime. Others will fail you. But God will never fail when you put your trust in him. George, if you think about it, go back to Joshua, as I said. Joshua chapter 1 and other places in Joshua, where God encouraged Joshua multiple times. We too, you young lady, young young man, or whoever is listening, you too can accept the same principles and trust God's divine plan that as you put your faith and trust in him, all will go well. You can adapt those promises. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So you'll say, but let's say God gave you those promises. You find yourself in some hot water. I mean real hot water. Or your feet in some mud. You wonder, how did I get in here? And you say, God, you told me you'd be with me. He's still with you in the hot water. Oh, thank you. He's still with you in the hot water. And he's with you in the mud. God knew. This is why I said, I'm going to be with you. I'll not leave you. Even though you're in the mud, your feet are stuck in the mud. He's there with you. You say, well, that can't be. Go back into Daniel, the book of Daniel, I believe maybe chapter 3. I'm not sure. I'm not even going to look for it. Give you something to do. Search your Bible. The three Hebrew boys. God could have stopped the fire, them from going in the fire. But he allowed them to go in. You know why? God showed his power. Showed what he can do when we trust in him. They said, even if God doesn't deliver us, deliver us, we will not bow. Young lady, stop bowing to satanic forces. Stop bowing to filth. 
Stop bowing to immorality. You may say, but you know, I'm lonely and I need someone. Go to God. Especially you're a Christian, go to God. And wait. Remember what David said. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. He said, wait, I say on the Lord. Follow the same principles in Joshua. He said, I will never leave you. Joshua 1 and 9. He said, don't be dismayed. In other words, don't get worried. Don't lose heart. Don't stress out. Mr. Wright will come. Mrs. Wright will come. All your boas, all your rules will come. If this is God's will for your life, learn to wait upon God. His plans, he doesn't always unveil to us immediately. But if we have faith, if we trust him, if we are patient, if we are faithful, if we are determined to keep our eyes steadfastly gazed upon him, we will see God's plans unfold for our lives and we will be better for it. Young people, I want to speak to you directly today. Learn to wait upon God. Trust God's plan for your life. This person will tell you this. Another person will tell you that. But what does God say? What is God saying to you? Never be in a hurry. It doesn't matter who has what. Who gets where. You trust God for your life. What is good for the goose is not always good for the gander. <laughs> I can assure you. You know, you, know, you know that old saying. Because what's good for, the, for, for Tom may not be good for, for Jack. What does God say? You know, our topic, we have a college here, um, Shekinah Theological College. And you know, go to the website and read what it says there. There are some students, rather students, who, yes, who have, um, who's, you know, they're so pleased with what they're doing here. They, you know what this college does for, the, for students here? It motivates them and influences them. It provokes them to read their Bible. All our programs are Bible-based. You must read your Bible. That is why our motto is, what does the word say? What does the word say about finding a, um, a husband or a wife? What does the word say about living holy? What does the word say, young women, about dressing as Christians? What does the word say? It's not what the world say. Don't look to those film stars. They will take you down to hell. Look to the God. Look to God. Look to the word. Learn to wait upon the Lord. Many young people, adults, no doubt, you look at what the stars are doing. You know the idols that you have. Look how they dress. Look at the hair. Oh, yes. Look at the face. Not even the blemish. Oh, yes. There's a price to pay. Did you know that? Do you think people just become film stars just like that? You better believe it. Now, not just happen. There's a price to pay. If you're willing to pay the price, you may end up in hell. Wait upon God's plans for your life. Trust him. Don't be in a war in a, in a hurry. Never be in a hurry. And do not question 
God's strategies. You know, God is very strategic, you know. You only need to go into the Old Testament and read how God does some things. Or you, you could just sit by and say, wow. Don't question his strategies. Sometimes your life, it, it, it has these hairpin bends. I was living in a certain um, in a certain in a certain country years ago, and my I remember my husband we were and I, we were driven we were being driven at the time went up a hill. This hill was like a, we talk about hairpin bends. I got so scared at times. I wonder if we'd ever make it to the top, or when we were coming down, if we'd ever make it to the end. I mean, real hairpin bends. But that was the route to get to where we wanted to go. Oh, are you listening, young people? Are you listening? Yes. It may seem as though you're looping over. You look, but didn't I? No. You follow the route. Follow God's plan. Follow God's plan. And believe me, I think that was it. I don't know if that was the shortest route or there was another, I can't remember, but oh, I never, I really didn't like, you know, being driven up that hill. I'm talking about real hairpin bends, you know. We even walked, I remember being there and we went down to the south and there was a, an open volcano there, you know, not very, well, it was actually bubbling and you could smell the sulfur and everything. We went by there to see it. You know, it was one of the attractions there. What I'm saying, allow God to plan your life for you. Allow him to fix it for you. Don't be in a hurry. Keep in mind that God is a source of all wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Do not trust anyone else but God when it comes to your life. No matter what someone is telling you, what they will do for you, only God has the final say. I would encourage you, young people, and all those who are listening, listen to what God is saying to you. Trust in God, not in your own intellect, not in from your own experience, not in what others say. But God will put the right people in your life who will share their experiences with you, and you can choose from it. Don't be in a hurry. Please, don't be in a hurry. And may God bless you as you turn your life over to him and say, Lord, I don't know which way to go from here. Every time I try, I made mistakes, I find a brick wall. But today I'm asking to take over my life. Father, for anyone who's looking, who's listening rather, and who's asking you to take full control of his or her life. I know you're willing, you're able, and God, if that person will trust in you, there's no limit to what you will do for him or her. Touch that heart today. Remember, especially our young people. I, I, Lord, how I feel for them. I feel very, very, very concerned for our young people because many of them are being led astray in so many different ways. But God, I know your God answers prayer. As I call upon you today for them, please rescue them from the hands of evil people from the intelligence of evil people, things that are coming from no, other, from no other place but the pit of hell. Children, 
God, their futures are being, God, you know, you know what is happening to many of them, their futures, because they'll never be the same again. But today, there are those who can be rescued. Whatever the situation our young people are in today, Lord, I reach out to you for them. And I ask God, you garner them in. Let your words reach them, Father. Help them to make the right choice. The right choice is to allow you to set their lives, set the goals, set the plans, set the chart for their lives. And may they follow in obedience. In Jesus' name we pray to be the glory, praise, and honor. This was Faith Restoration Ministries in Chicana Theological College. We're so glad you took the time. If you'd like to join us this Friday, Friday, the, um, the Good Friday, April 7th at 10 a.m. We have a Good Friday service. We hope the weather will assist us and will not be um, harsh in any way, but we'll still be able to hold it. But come on in. If you'd like to come in, we'll send you the inform information. Go to our website, www.frministry.org, or you can call us and leave a message. Please leave a message. 678-964-4096. We'll be more than happy to send you the information so that you too can um, can get this, you know, can be with us. Amen. You can be with us on Friday. We're looking forward to a good time. Listen. We are only reminding, or as it were, not that we, we do not know about this all the time, but keep us that coming together on Good Friday. You may say, well, that was a day with the dad. We just use it as a day to celebrate and, you know, so to, you know, to come together. We're not highlighting no particular day, but it's what Jesus did for us, to acknowledge what he did for us every day. You can look at yourself and remember what you were and what you are today. So each day, but today as we come together, special time. So you can join us, 678-964-4096. Or you can um, go to the website. Listen, we have a lot of books there. There's something there for you. Something is there for you. Why don't you check them out? www frministry.org and I said earlier our programs here at Chikina Theological College it is for mature or young or ministers who know you've been called by God and you want to know how to study the Bible how to get into the word how to understand the word you know we have <laughs> I just love the way the students when they, when they respond to their papers we have programs such as soul care management. People don't even think about their souls. They think about the body and they buy the most expensive perfumes and dresses and so forth, outfits. But when it comes to their soul, that outfit you see there that costs hundreds of dollars, inside the heart are daggers, inside the heart are pain, hatred and malice and unforgiveness. That's sickness of the soul. So if you have never heard of this program before, come on in. We're inviting you. Come to Shekinah Theological College, www.frministry.org. Fill out our form there. 
we will get back to you and tell us how we can reach you. If you're overseas, we can reach you, but you need to let us know who you are. God bless us until we meet again. This is Faith Restoration Ministries, restoring lives on the inside out by the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Chikina Theological College, what does the Word say? Happy Easter. God bless you.